Hello and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking all about picking your battles. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this week, um, been a mixed bag weather-wise, which has not been too much of a problem for me because I've still not been getting out too much. I'm just about to start um, transition away from my foot support, my um, uh, special boots that I've been wearing to support my ankles and my feet um, while whilst I've been recovering. Um, so I'm looking forward to being able to get out a little bit more. Uh, so this week I'm planning on doing two walks a day with snow uh, and seeing how I get on. If at any point it starts to ache, I'll, I'll dial back that dial that back down and I've got my brother on speed dial uh, to come over and walk snow if necessary but I'm hoping fingers crossed that I'll be able to get out do a couple of walks a day and then maybe um, the following week or maybe the week after uh, depending on how I'm feeling I'll get out for a short 5k run and see see how everything's feeling Um, um, so I'm excited to get back out there I'm starting to do some foot strengthening exercises as well so fingers crossed everything will start healing everything will start coming back together again I kind of hadn't focused on any foot strengthening act uh, uh, exercises previously um, so I'm trying to make uh, make a bit of a difference by doing that and focusing on the right things it wasn't kind of something I'd thought about before it kind of makes sense when you think about it you should be uh, <laughs> you should be uh, building the muscles in your feet considering that's the bit that takes the punishment you know that's the repeated strain because every time you you walk or, or in my case run your foot is connecting with the, the pavement or the grass whatever it is you're running on through your shoes um and there's pressure built on there so it kind of makes sense that you would build your build the muscles in your feet so uh, my one percent difference this week is going to be starting those um, strengthening exercises so for my muscles in my feet uh, and seeing if we can do that going forwards build that into a regular habit so i'm hoping that i've got some um, good exercises now planned out and I'm hoping this week I can build that and kick off the beginning of a habit to, to make that a regular thing so we don't have these same problems again in the future so hopefully you guys have had a great weekend hopefully um, well coming up to the weekend point by the time you hear this so hopefully you guys have had a good week a productive week and are excited about the weekend obviously um, restrictions uh, uh, have been delayed from lifting completely um, but hopefully we're being able to make the most of um, being able to travel a little bit more freely uh, within the UK uh, where we're able. So um, hopefully everybody's being able to do what they want to be able to do. So let's jump into this week's ba- uh, topics, which is all about picking your battles. And I think this is a challenge, you know, for a lot of people. It certainly uh, used to be a challenge for me. Um, it still is sometimes. Uh, truth be told I think you know sometimes we're challenged with uh, you know every day we face different battles different challenges in our lives whether that's through um, customers in business or, or people we work with or whether it's with our partners or our family members or our friends you know there's always uh, a number of battles to be fought at any particular time and I think some 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 of us fall into a trap I know I certainly used to especially when I was younger uh, when I was a teenager growing up I definitely used to do this was I, you know I felt the need to to fight every single battle um, you know as I've got older and hopefully wiser you know, I've started to limit that to picking the right battles to fight. Uh, and, and why is it important to, to pick your battles? And, and I think there's a number of reasons to do this. The first question is, is it your fight in the first place? You know, 
Um, a lot of us get involved in other people's battles. You know, it's for them to overcome a certain challenge. It's not necessarily our challenge, um, but we decide to fight it either with them or for them. And that can be difficult. It can add stress and strain into us. Uh, and maybe we're actually taking something away from that other person by fighting their battles for them. You know, certainly as I was growing up, I found it easier to learn things by by doing things myself, by making my own mistakes. Um, and certainly, you know, sometimes it can feel very restrictive, very constrained if you've got other people fighting those battles for you. So very often as you're growing up, you know, typically it's your parents or your caregivers who fight those battles on your behalf. And there comes a point where there's a switch over where it's, it's entirely reasonable at a certain age to have your battles fought for you. You know, you're so young, you can't can't fight those battles. You don't know how to, you're not equipped to do that. But as you get older, you start becoming um, more equipped to deal with those challenges and more equipped to deal with those battles. Um, and, and you've got to be allowed to do that. And, and in certain cases, you've got to be allowed to fail on certain things because that's how we learn best, or that's how I certainly learn best anyway. And I, and I know a lot of people are the same. Um, that they learn best through making those mistakes. So by constraining people, we don't necessarily give them the best. Sometimes it's better for them to learn. Sometimes it's better for them to gather that experience. Uh, and equally, sometimes it can have a, a negative effect on ourselves. You know, we've all got those friends who, who, who are couples, you know, you, you get on equally well with uh, both partners, um, maybe you're friends with both of them, um, but maybe they're arguing about something uh, and you get involved to try and, you, you know, you're trying to help out, trying to calm things down. Um, but, you know, because you've intervened and you're, you've kind of put yourself in the middle of somebody else's situation, maybe you've not quite appreciated um, both Per people's sides, both person's sides. Uh, maybe you've only got the one view, or maybe you've only got your own view and your own experiences, so you're not fully um, knowledged up about um, about what's going on. Uh, so you interject yourself into something that's not about you, uh, not not around you, and you do it from a good place. Don't get me wrong; you're not trying to be uh, mean, deceitful, or anything like that. You're genu genuinely trying to help, um, and I'm sure we've all experienced this in, at some point or another where you do this, you interject yourself and you try to calm things down. And then they both turn on you because they kind of resolve their issues. They talk it through, you know, maybe with your with or without your help, they talk that through. And then because you've interjected yourself, you become the bad guy. And that can be then a challenging position for you to be in because now you're fighting or arguing with two people in an argument that didn't concern you in the first place. So, um, you know, is it your battle? I think that's a real important question, a, a, a real important question to ask. I think if, if we can answer that honestly and we make sure that the answer is yes, that it is our battle to fight, then we're on our way to living that life that we love because we're only fighting the battles that are meant for us, that, that are our challenges to face, that are our problems over to uh, our problems to overcome. And, um, you know, we're not fighting other people's battles on their behalf. The other thing is if, if we're spending all our time fighting other people's battles, you know, we don't have the energy or the will sometimes to fight our own battle. So we become so exhausted dealing with other people's drama that then we don't have the, the energy left to deal with our own drama, uh, with our own problems, with our own battles. And, and, you know, we really need the energy and the focus on that stuff because those are the battles for us. Those are the things where we get the benefit from. So I'm not saying don't help other people by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm just saying make sure we pick the right battles to get involved in. Make sure we've got enough energy left for our own battles. And the third thing is, you know, and, and some people may answer this no, 
you know, don't we have enough drama in our own lives? We don't need to go and seek other people's drama. Um, any of you out there answering no, well, there's no drama in my life. Um, I ask you to look again at yourself in a little bit deeper, be a bit more honest. Everybody has a certain amount of drama um, and everybody has their own battles to fight. If if your life is perfect and there's no there's no challenges, there's no um, mistakes being made, there's no issues that crop up, there's no challenges with relationships, you're not innovating enough, you're, there's a whole host of things, other things that are going to be wrong um, around how you do things, if that's the case. Um, uh, or otherwise, please let me know because I want to follow your blueprint and, and make that work. But we all have our own dramas, so we do not need to go out and seek additional drama of other people. Uh, you know, we see enough of that through reality TV and we can dive into that and experience that. But at the end of the day, we don't need to fight those battles. We don't need to do anything. You know, sometimes we can use uh, you, we can use some of that information we get through that stuff to inform our own lives, make better choices, um, ch change our belief system. Sometimes, you know, we can see the effect that you know, maybe somebody's making similar decisions that you make, but you're seeing it play out on a wider scale through reality TV sometimes, which can be quite helpful if you have that introspective look, whether you do that self-analysis that we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes, um, you know, we can we can benefit from that information, but we don't need to go and fight those battles, you know. Um, a lot of people, uh, you know, challenge other folks on, on things like social media, uh, you know, we, we often hear the phrase keyboard warrior where somebody's, you know, sat behind a screen somewhere, sometimes anonymously, sometimes not, where they're arguing with people about topics that don't really concern them. And that's not saying don't give your views out. I think that's, you know, if people are asking you for your view, asking you for your opinion, asking for your help, that's all really good. And I encourage people to do that. But we don't need to interject ourselves into all those situations. Like I say, we're going to save the energy from doing that. We're going to be able to fight our own battles. And actually, we're going to be doing uh, a service to those other people as well by allowing them to learn themselves and allowing them for the freedom to make their own mistakes. You know, I, I often hear the ro uh, the um, expression, give somebody enough rope to hang themselves, um, especially in a business context. Um, and, and, and I don't like that that's not a finished saying. I, I think I mentioned this on a podcast, uh, you know, 20 or 30 episodes ago. Um, the, um, the other half of this saying is you should give somebody enough rope to hang themselves or climb that mountain. And, and what that means is we need to give people enough space to be successful by themselves. We need to give people enough space um, to fail by themselves. That doesn't mean we watch somebody fail repeatedly over and over again when we can help them. You know, that's completely fine to lean in, support them and give them some advice and guidance. But if they choose not to follow that advice and guidance, you know, I, 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 I've talked about this again on the podcast. You know, I find it quite frustration, frustrating when, you know, a friend might come to me and say, oh, I've got this problem. What do you think? How would you approach it? And I, I give them some advice and then they go and do the exact opposite. I'm sure we've all got friends like that come to you, ask you for help on something. It's something that you're quite knowledgeable about or you've experienced yourself. You give them some really good advice and then they go and do the exact opposite. That's really frustrating. Um, and, and you've kind of got to... And then the, the temptation then is to kind of lean in and try and micromanage somebody to try and get them into the right the right space in the right spot. When in reality is that's not your battle to fight. You need to leave that person... To, to live or die by their mistakes, so to speak. Um, you know, if they ask again for help and, and you follow 
uh, and you give some advice and hopefully they'll follow it the second time. Um, but as I've mentioned before, there's, there comes a point now where I draw the line. If people keep coming to me time and time again, asking for advice, doing the exact opposite and then coming back and saying, oh, it didn't work. I tried this. And you're like, why? Well, you didn't do what I said. You did something entirely different. I, I catch those people up on that now. Uh, and when I identify that, I kind of stopped giving them the advice and say, no, 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 you, you need to go and sort that out. You know, we've been in this situation before. You, you, it's a waste of my time, my energy, providing you with some advice or what I think is good advice, good support. And then you go and do the exact opposite. So when you want, you're, you're in a position where you want to do stuff that I'm suggesting, then come back to me and we'll have that conversation again. But while you're in a space where that's not appropriate for you, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, that can sound quite negative, but that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. You're letting that person do their own thing, be their own person and be them because most importantly of all, People can only be themselves, you know. You're giving advice and guidance from your point of view and from your experience. Um, you're not necessarily aware of the, even close family and friends. You're not necessarily aware of everything that that person's thinking about their their entire um, uh, world. You're not. You're not. You can't be a hundred percent sure of what's going on in people's lives. So they will have other things playing out that you're unaware of. So everybody is best placed to give themselves advice and direct themselves. You know, I think it's a real skill set to be able to take advice from other people and follow the bits that are appropriate to you and not follow the other bits. So sometimes it can be frustrating for us when people don't listen to our advice. But like I say, that's not necessarily a bad thing. We just need to avoid getting into the habit of doing it time and time and time again at the detriment of our own problems and our own challenges. So we need to be able to focus on sorting our own battles out so for me it's really important when, when i face a challenge now um I, I kind of the first thing i do i take i take a step back and say you know is this my battle to fight and if the answer is yes then i plow on full steam ahead and, and i try and address uh, whatever it is a good example is my uh, my uh, running issues that I've had, you know, my fractured foot and my um, torn ligaments, uh, you know, is that my problem to fix? Yes, it is because it's directly impacting me. It's my body. So I've got to take responsibility for that. You know, that's not the doctor's fault. It's not a coach's fault. It's my fault. Um, I've got to do something about that. So, well, it's not necessarily my fault that it's happened. Well, it is my fault because I've overtrained and done something that my body's not liked. Um, so I wasn't quite aware of my body's limits. So I've learned some lessons there. But I've also got um, some lessons to learn in terms of doing the foot strengthening exercises and other things that are going to help as I go forward. So it's my responsibility to deal with it. That's my challenge. Now, other things I look at, I might say, that's not my challenge. So some one of the things... Um, I'm really good at one of my natural gifts. I'm a high D in the disc assessment. So I'm able to make quick decisions, rapid decisions. You know, I'm a big um, fan of the saying, make a decision and then make it right. So I can look at the information available to me and make a quick snap decision on which direction to go on and then go and make that work for me. Um, even if it's the wrong decision, I'll switch it as I'm going and make it turn it into the right decision as more information becomes available to me. Uh, that's just how I naturally operate. It's one of the gifts I was born with. Everybody has different gifts. Gifts, but that's one of the things I'm, I'm really good at is making those snap decisions and then adjusting as I go. You know, some people like slower decisions and they like making the, taking the time and then making the decision right from the beginning. Um, and that's perfectly a, a great gift as well to have. So some people operate in that respect. But, um, you know, you can't clash with those things. So so my experience sometimes when I'm coaching a client, my, my natural instinct sometimes is to analyse the information they presented to me and then come up with a prescription almost of how they should deal with that. 
And, and I very much have to consciously take a step back from that and say, you know, clearly, even, even if it's a long coaching session, um, which I sometimes do, the long, longer in-depth sessions, you know, I've still not got the whole story. It doesn't matter how long I spend with a client. I don't I can never understand their full life and every every factor that's playing into the decision that's to be made at that particular time. So whilst I've got a view and I've got an opinion of how something should be done, that's not necessarily the experience or the opinion of my client. Uh, and I've got to really um, appreciate that and understand that and let people make their own decisions. And then what I help them do is analyze that decision and hopefully it's the right decision so we can analyze it and say, right, what went well during that decision? What fed into that? Um, so we can do that again. And if it didn't quite work out, how do we analyze that to say, right, which information didn't we take into account? What could we have done better? So instead of trying to force people down my way of thinking, um, I, you know, you've got to appreciate everybody's own superpowers not everybody's got the same life experiences. Not everybody's got the same knowledge and understanding and appreciation of an ex of, of, of a situation. So we've got to appreciate that. And that can be really difficult for us sometimes, especially if we feel like we've been through a similar position, um, you know, a similar experience ourselves. Um, but we've got to allow those those other folks to to get through that on their own terms and, and, and to their beliefs and to their uh, personal situation. So we've really got to take that into account and do that. So hopefully that's helped some people today. Hopefully it's given you some food for thought. Next time you come up with a challenge or some drama, you can say, right, is this my battle to do? Is it my battle to overcome? If the answer is yes, let's go full steam ahead with addressing that. Let's do whatever we can to make it right, to get to the right outcome. If the answer is no, then let's take a step back, remove ourselves if necessary from the situation. Sure, we can still offer advice and guidance where it's wanted or required, uh, but obviously we don't want to overtake that. Uh, person's thinking thought process we don't want to we don't want to kind of cloud their judgment from our opinions we need to you know offer our advice if it's asked for and then take a step back and allow that person to to make the right or wrong decisions on their own and then we can learn from that and, and hopefully we can all learn from that because hopefully afterwards we can do that self-assessment that we've been talking about and then we can have that learning experience to improve from that. And that's the key thing as well. When we're facing our own battles, sometimes we can get tied up and we have to win at all costs, um, regardless of whether we're right or not. Uh, and it's important to be able to learn from our mistakes. If we not don't admit that we've made a mistake, um, you know, we can we cannot learn from that mistake. So it's very difficult to change our behaviours if we don't do that self-analysis and work out what went wrong. So we must be able to do that self-assessment. We must be able to review the decision-making process. We must be able to review the battle from a strategic position afterwards um, to say what went right what went wrong, what we can do better next time. Uh, and, you know, we can always learn from that. Even if, if it's gone right, we can take those good things and repeat the good things over and over again, hopefully. So, um, like I say, hopefully that's given you some food for thought over the weekend. When you experience that drama, ask yourself that question. Are we? Uh, 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 is it my battle to overcome? Is it my battle to fight? Is it going to leave me tired and exhausted? Is it going to take deplete my energy stores to fight my own battles? If the answer is yes, let's leave it well alone and move on and focus on our own battles. And that way we're going to get to that life that we love and we're going to keep that life that we love even quicker. So um, 
let me know if you've got any specific battles that you're struggling to overcome on the Facebook page. Maybe there's a perennial battle that you're struggling with. Maybe there's a, a time-specific battle that you're struggling with at the moment. Let's share our struggles um, with each other. Maybe talk it through with a friend um, if you need to. Um, but equally, don't hand the control over to your friends either. Be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of your own experience and, and, and uh, live to, to fight another day to take that battle analogy even further. So thanks very much for listening and I'll see you guys in the same place at the same time next week. Bye.